Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Graham Trainer and I are going to start this week's show with a cold opening to address the tragedies that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm a graduate of UVA, graduated in 2010, and Graham Trainer graduated in 2008. And we're a lighthearted podcast here on Teton Sports Talk, but we cannot ignore the tragedies of the loss of life in Charlottesville, Virginia, where three UVA football players, Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry, and Lavelle Davis, were shot and murdered in Charlottesville by Christopher Jones. Right now, we're still saying allegedly, um, but it's fairly clear that he is the obvious perpetrator in this event. He wounded two others, Marley Morgan and Michael Hollins, and Michael Hollins has received two surgeries and is doing well and is considered in fair condition. These guys were doing nothing wrong. They were returning from a drama class field trip or something, or uh, they were in a play in D.C., which is an hour and a half north of Charlottesville and returning to campus, and Christopher Jones opened fire while they were pulling into campus and ran away to East Richmond. He was apprehended in East Richmond, and UVA has subsequently canceled their game against Coastal Carolina, the last home game, to help mourn the loss of these three individuals. Um, and trainer, I'll let you chime in here wherever you are uh, or wherever you can. Excuse me. Um, I was around Charlottesville when one of my classmates murdered the other one and it was shocking absolutely shocking i remember where it was i remember where who i heard it from and i remember how i heard it now there is again there's tragedy struck charlottesville and the whole university from my brother who lives in charlottesville he said it's shut down there's flowers everywhere it's uncharacteristically without joy i remember charlottesville as being a joyous place a place filled with fun young energy and that got taken away this week by Christopher Jones. And it was nuts. I, I went through through it. It was nuts. Uh, you get stopped on your way to class by journalists. You get cold called by journalists that mine your data off Facebook and, and the UVA database. And those kids are going through it. And not only those kids at, at UVA, but also the families, the coaches, the faculty, the administration, everybody up and down that campus we are thinking with you. You're in our thoughts and our prayers. And Trainer, I'll allow you to say some some words here before we get started. And then more lighthearted, we're going to switch gears here and give you our start. But it goes without saying that we needed to address that as two UVA alum. Yeah, 100%. Sad, yes, yeah, sad for the families and obviously the, the passings of, of Devin, Lavelle, and Deshaun, as you mentioned. And I, I guess looking looking on this, the only thing I can really add is – the unfortunate side of it, which is probably regret um, because Chris Darnell Jones had had a prior misdemeanor was on, he was on probation yeah. for, for owning a handgun before uh, there was an investigation into this, this fall uh, in the comments he had made about having a gun. And obviously those were true and regrets I'm sure will, oh, it's just tough, you know, like with the school and I'm sure local Albemarle County police and knowing that there were maybe actions or things that could have been done, not, not blaming anybody for not taking action. And I know there's a process to everything. So it's just, um, yeah, it's obviously terribly unfortunate. And I guess, I guess if I'm going to, I mean, you said everything so well, um, I will on a, on a note of bravery, 
for Mike Hollins, who you admit, who you mentioned, who um, he left the bus and realized that nobody was following him, following him off the bus. He thought he heard balloons popping and he went back and helped save some of those people on the bus. So Mike Hollins is a hero. Yeah, um, I did he not had, realize he went that. Through the surgeries. Yeah. Pretty amazing stuff for him. And I'm glad that he was able to help those in need. And it's unfortunate the other three perished. Yeah. It just obviously sheds a light or brings everything into the forefront of like, we do cover sports. We're not a podcast that, or we're not like, I don't know of the stature or we don't often cover things like this. Of course but not. We wanted to you know touch on it because it is our, it is our school. It's our beloved football team. And we honor those players. Off to all UVA, the UVA family out there. We love you. You'll see it around the ACC this year with a moment of silence. Or the ACC this year, this week, there'll be a moment of silence at the beginning of every ACC game with some logos um, paying tribute to those fallen guys. Wahoo wah forever. All right, let's get to the the fun the fun portion of the show. Um, we're gonna have to really have to psych ourselves up for this, but uh, here we go. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Yeah! Oh, Massey! All I right. Got, I got me... I got me a question and a joke riddle for you. All right, go ahead. Shoot. What do a Spartan and a Commodore have in common? A Spartan and a Commodore. Uh, they both beat Kentucky. Oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Wait a Wild minute. Wildcats. I know that the Wildcats lost, but who did they, they lost to the Spartans? Yeah, the Spartans of Michigan State basketball team and the Commodores – of Vanderbilt football, what happened to Kentucky football, Massey? I don't know. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, What also what's really super confusing is that Will Levitz is still at the top of people's NFL mock draft boards. Yes. Like he doesn't play big in big games. This is like Ben Simmons when he was on LSU. LSU was terrible. Um, um, what's his name? Um, Markel Foltz when he was on the Washington Huskies. Yeah. Of, this is, I know these are basketball references, but – when you got a when you got a high a player is a high draft pick stock and he's playing on a losing team, don't you don't you like kind of consider those things? Will Levis really supposed to be a not a lotto draft pick because there's no lotto in the NFL, draft, right? But really, we're putting Will Levis. Is he that? Is he the next uh, Mr. Bisky? Where you just say, ah, he's on a decent team, but he just he's got that he's six four. He's got that big look. hands. He's got blonde hair. Yeah, handsome. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I learned? Carl, Carl Anthony Towns played for uh, Georgia. Carl Anthony Towns. Before Ant-Man played for Georgia, and he didn't make the tournament. Kind of like Ben Simmons. Why did I think Cat went to Kentucky? He was a wild cat. Uh, because I might be an idiot, and he might have done that. <laughs> Can't so, remember now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Got to look up. Gotta look up uh, oh, you said, said Ant-Man or Carl Anthony Towns? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, he did go to Georgia. Correct. What did I, I did I say I did say Carl Anthony Towns. Well, then what's Ant Man's name? Oh, Anthony 
uh, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Okay. All right. You, Starting you off real me, you, hot. You throw me. You throw me sliders. You throw. <laughs> you try to get me. You try to. You're trying to make. Make me make mistakes. That's, That's all right. There. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. My brain, my brain's fried. It's been a long week. We have a Pat's show. We have the huddle. We have the three up, three down. We got college football pick them. I should have stayed with my picks last week. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone one and four. Instead, oh. I went for the splashy picks. And now I'm behind trainer by what? One and three. Games? One and three. Let's let's audit that. One and three. Don't well, be so down on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week, I don't see myself uh, getting any better, but I'm going to say it with my chest. I'm going to say all my predictions with my chest. Um, <laughs> also, Trainer, did you realize this? The World Cup oh. is starting. We'll get to it, but oh. like the World Cup oh, is bro. this weekend. Oh, brush your shoulders off. Yes, the World Cup. It's finally here. It's, no- it's mid-November. Finally. Yeah, they, they're going to catch me on a week. I, I'm Alabama's playing Austin Peavy, you know, or whatever the – that – Poor, poor oh, school. Tra- the trap, the trap game. The trap game before that. Auburn. Yeah. Before they take on Cadillac Williams, who was a nightmare for Alabama. I wonder if he's going to be a, as a coach. By the way, I don't know if wait, you have. Cadillac, the- wait, wait, time out, time out for listeners and for myself. Cadillac Williams, the coach of Austin, PA. Oh no, Cadillac Williams is the coach at Auburn. Oh, he's the interim coach. He's the interim coach, dude. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's that's the Jeff Saturday method, which we know now works. Well, well. In in con in contrast to Jeff Saturday, kind of like Williams was standing on the sideline before his head coach got <laughs> fired, and uh, he beat okay. Jimbo he Fisher this weekend. Coach. He got his first SEC win over Jimbo oh. Fisher. The discrepancy in in pay is kind of like Williams makes four hundred k a year, and Jimbo Fisher makes nine million dollars a year, and is can't be bowl eligible. Like okay, wait, wait, is this is this a rerun? A and M lost again. Yeah, yeah, they're three oh, and something. Oh. oh my goodness. Yeah, AM, number one recruiting class won't be bowl eligible this season. Yikes. Well, you Where gotta, you gotta, is... you gotta give a couple years for these boys to you know materialize. Yeah, but he should I mean he's been there for five, six years now, right? Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is disgusting. Why why do they ever fire your boy Kev- I know you always like your I call Mike him Tomlin. Kevin, I call him Kevin Tomlin, yeah, Kev- but it's Kevin Sumlin. I was gonna ace at that time. Kevin, Mike, Sumlin, Tomlin should still be the coach at AM. That was uh, just such a bad, bad firing by AM. They, I mean, they had something there. They really, they really did. He was getting the, he was getting more out of less talent than Jimbo is getting. He's got this ten times the talent, less the less of the results. He took Johnny College or Johnny Canadian Football League XFL dropout Manzel and turned into a Heisman winner. Yeah. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher can't even beat Cadillac Williams, interim coach of Auburn. Yeah, yeah, and maybe Cadillac's Cadillac. the guy for the job. Maybe Lane Kiffin won't get hired by Auburn or Deion Sanders. It's going to be Cadillac Williams. The fact that his name is Cadillac is so sick. He was born to be a football player. Was it Carnell? Is that his real name? Yeah, something like yeah. that. But no one yeah. knows him. No one knows him by that. He's just called Cadillac, which is so right. sweet. Like Pac Man. I don't even know Pac Man Jones's first name. I think his name's Pat Pac. Pac? Pac? <laughs> first pa- first pa- name Pac. Paxton? Is that short for Paxton? Middle name Man. Last name Jones. Am I <laughs> am I off here? Fair fair enough. You might be off. All right. Well, let's dive into it. We got a pack show. Let's get it to the huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week, which I took a little little liberty with this week. And my goat of the week. All right. Yeah. Yep. All right, trainer, give me your good news of the week. 
Texas State, which is just about uh, an hour down the road from Austin, and Mobile Bay Bears great Paul Goldschmidt. We mentioned him, you know, a few months ago because I I found that he was a 2011 Mobile Bay Bear, your beloved uh, AAA or AA team. He won his first ever National League MVP. He was kind of a guy that was traded from the Arizona Diamondbacks to the Cardinals, and people started to say he's going to regress. He's getting old. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be as good as he was. He had a pretty good stat line, 317 average, which is pretty damn solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35 home runs, 115 RBI, seven stolen bases, 982 OPS. Good to have Paul. 982 Goldsmith. OPS. He got on the base. He got on base nine times out of ten. So that's a OPS is an on base plus slugging. So it's basically your on base and your slugging percentage added together, which creates your OPS. That there seems like there's some flaws in that stat, but all right, I'll take it. Whatever. Love, love Mobile Bay Bear. Great. What was his name? Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt. He sounds like he should be an accountant or a lawyer, but whatever. Uh, that's Goldman. You're thinking of Goldman Sachs. I I'm thinking of I think I'm of Ari Gold from Entourage because that's that's <laughs> the, that's the only thing that's I can it. think but, of. But to um, yeah, not to not to poo poo his NL MVP uh, compared to Mike or sorry Mike Judge. Aaron Judge, who won the AL MVP, he had a 311 average, 62 home runs. He obviously broke Roger Maris's Yankees home run record. He had 131 RBIs, 16 steals, and a 1,111 OPS. So NL MVP was a little down this year. Sure. And the AL MVP was pretty damn, pretty damn rock solid. But Paul, Paul Goldsmith, congrats. Salute. Um, I don't know if we mentioned on the show, I'd have mentioned it off air that the mobile Bay bears are now the Huntsville trash pandas. Oh, that's right. I thought they, so they've completely, I thought, why did I think the trash pandas were like a different part of the, the farm same system? No, I, I, I didn't realize that until I looked it up. I mean, I, I went to mobile Bay shark games um as a as a kid then they got a real stadium after they stopped playing at south alabama and they produced a uh have you heard of the guy named jake peavy yeah i have yeah he was a mobile Bay young bear. winner uh so so, so, there's, so once they got once they got legit they turned into the bay bears and now they're because of goldschmidt they had to turn into the trash pandas i think so they, just, <laughs> they changed know. names are they the are they the washington commanders they change names every three years um, I th- they had a run, they had a run in Mobile for a while, but they did a marketing campaign, and I think they were the raccoons, and then they called themselves the Trash Pandas, and oh. their merchandise went berserk, and so now they're the Trash yeah. Pandas, which is great because raccoons are really cute. Minor league teams need to embrace having uh, wild and wacky names like Trash Pandas. Yeah. All right. My good news of the week: every sports fan in America on Monday at noon are all on the same page. The United States plays Wales? 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 Oh, that's where Christian Bale's from. Yeah, and they will be able to go to a bar and everyone will have on the same jersey and have be on the same page and we'll be able to cheer our country on in this iteration of the World Cup, which the more I look into it and the more corrupt I see how FIFA is and the more people... <laughs> that are enslaved building those stadiums out in the desert and the censorship that Qatar is putting on every single person that goes to that country, kind of disheartening, but Hey, 
If you win, we'll forget about it, all right? If the United States makes it out of their group, I'll be stoked. Yeah, there were, yeah, at least, I don't know, a handful of deaths constructing the uh, Qatar World Cup. I would call it dozens. Arena. Dozens with dozens. a lot of a lot more undocumented. Many a dozen, yeah. Terrible, terrible uh, investment for whoever, the FIFA, and their uh, choice. Well, I'll get to this in my go to the week. Um, yeah, I'm all glad. Right. I'm glad World Cup soccer is back in mid-November. Yeah, uh, good thing. Belongs. Yeah, good thing it's happening on a Monday. At least it's happening in the afternoon, where it doesn't bump up against Monday Night Football. I'm not sure how aware FIFA is of the NFL schedule, but they did not consider that. And also, they're they're pausing all their club league play to play this uh, World Cup, which in, usually it's in the summer when all the clubs have shut down. But now it's they they pause the Champions League and everything else just to play the World Cup. So it's kind of silly, but. What are we going to do? It's here. Let's cheer for America. All right, give me your is critical. This gonna be, Go is ahead. there going to be an asterisk, a asterisk attached to this one, like the Lakers in the bubble and the Dodgers in 2020? Well, let's just play the play. results and say if it's an asterisk or not. You know, If US, if right. the United States does well, then whatever. We're going to count no it. But if yeah. they don't make it out of the group stage, then we'll just put an asterisk next to it. And asterisk. hopefully we qualify for the next one. God, you're smart. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's called – that's just – that's that's 101 right there. Journalism 101. All right, trainer, give me your critical number of the week. I had a quick mini good news. Uh Duke is only in Duke basketball is only one game above 500. That's good. That's They're exciting. 2 and 1. They did lose to Kansas <laughs> and uh they were described as being more physical than Kansas, but Kansas didn't have Bill Self, which I'm not sure how that correlates with boxing out and getting rebounds, but whatever. I'm just going to I'm just going to say they got lucky. They got lucky on that one. Bye. Sorry, critical. Yeah, they got lucky. Critical number twenty twenty four. That is two years from now. That is two years from now. That is when One the year. Texas Rangers of Arlington will host Massey's beloved MLB All Star Game. Yes, um, that is just exciting. Electric. It's sort of a good news because when you want to, when you when you host, let's say, oh, the Rams, they just host Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and they won. They won said Super Bowl. They beat the Bengals. Shout out to Adam. Um, Chenault, you don't want to have a crappy team when you host the all-star game. So that puts a little pressure on the Rangers to do well with Chris Young. Now as their GM, they're trying to sign Jacob DeGrom. I don't know if you've heard of him. Very good player, mm -hmm. former Cy Young Mets guy and Carlos Rodon. So it makes it so if you it's like putting a it's putting something like we're going to host something and in two years hopefully we don't have a terrible team so it gives me a little bit of hope that like the goals are there to not be so bad i like that also because you mentioned yeah. earlier uh, uh earlier this year that the rangers were going to do it not next year because next year is an odd year but you're even right. year you're even year uh what's his name chris young the the yeah the no the bruce bochi the new manager uh is an an even year championship winner okay so why don't we just why don't we take all those threads and spin them together and start starting getting a little hope here a little hope thread i uh, know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to manifest it all right i love it i love it all right my critical number 18 points michigan spread against illinois yeah, i think that's right 18 yeah. and a half maybe okay 18 points if the Broncos, that is the Denver Broncos, if they would have scored 18 points in in regulation in all of their games, their record would be eight and one. 
That's how good the Denver Broncos defense is, and that's how bad their offense is. Nicely said. And Russell Wilson, there were some reports that Russell Wilson was doing audibles at the line Whoa. and using the Seahawks terminology. And so people were like, what was that? I don't understand what that audible was. And he's calling plays in the huddle using Pete Carroll's terminology. And people are like, that's not in our playbook. And then he's like, all right, ready, break. And he's like, wait a minute, where do I go? So he hadn't even checked with um, Hackett or Melvin Gordon or, you know, um, Cortland Sutton, none of his players to make sure that they knew they were on the same page when it comes to the verbiage. And where does that where does that blame fall? Does that blame fall on Russell Wilson or does that blame fall yes. on Nathaniel Hackett as his seat is getting hotter and hotter? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess like Russell Wilson obviously owns this team. He's holding them captive and Nathaniel Hackett has no say over Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can always um, say, no, no, Nathan, we're not doing that. I'm doing this. And that's just kind of like, I feel like that's a big dynamic with this coaching hire is you got Russell Wilson, Wilson in a huge trade with the Seahawks. You gave up a lot. Then you signed him for a lot of money. He's obviously going to always usurp anything Nathaniel Hackett wants to say as the head coach. Yeah, it seems, it seems to be, it seems to be exactly that, that way. And it seems toxic. And also like they, they have a good receiving core. Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton. I'm missing one off the top of my head. Um, uh, Dolchich has come come through as kind of a good like tight end of the future. Yeah, and they have a decent running back, running backs, and they just can't win games. It's remember when we thought that the AFC West was going to be all four teams are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I said it myself. <laughs> and the Chargers are doing exactly what the Chargers do and underachieving the Raiders stink out loud and the Broncos stink out loud as the Chiefs division I mean have they already mathematically won it maybe um this week they play the Chargers which I think could probably if the Chiefs win that game in Sophie Sophie Stadium yeah like Sophie um then they can (laughs) probably already clinch it all right all right all right give me your give me your stuck on this week trainer Saturday in the NFL, I think it was the 13th of November. NFL's got a game on Saturday this, this week? No, 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 no. No, Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. I'm stuck because he did it. He's the Jimmy McGinty of the NFL. Jimmy McGinty, the Gene Hackman role from the replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, he won as a scab coach. He beat the Raiders, as you said, who were terrible and stink out loud. And my stuck on is... Well, we've already kind of mentioned Cardell, uh, Cardell Cadillac Williams, be, uh, Auburn beating AM. Should the Saints, this is my proposal to you, mm-hmm. hire Joe Horn to become the next head coach of the New Orleans? Is he even, is he, may, maybe. I'll put it as a he maybe. Is, he is the Northeast Mississippi Community College head coach right now. So he has college experience. Jeff Saturday only had high school experience. I mean, yeah. Anything. Dennis Allen is mismanaging that team <laughs> so bad right now. It. I mean, he's looking at Jameis Winston saying Jameis Winston isn't 100% healthy, but even an unhealthy Jameis Winston who wants to play can can be has to be better than Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a backup and has been for the last umpteenth year since he left the Bengals. There's just no way I can sit there and watch him throw the ball off of the defensive line's helmets anymore. 
I can't I can't watch it. And we should just do more gadget plays with Taysom Hill. Give Taysom Hill a chance. Right. If not Jameis, then give Taysom Hill the game ball, game and say, you know what, just do your thing. Go run over linebackers and we'll be an obvious one-dimensional team. But every now and then throw a 30-yard pass to Olave and and make it make some give me some juice. Watching Andy Dalton go three and out has to be demoralizing for our Saints defense, which is pretty good. Exactly. So, yeah, it, it, it begs it begs the question, A, I forgot if Sean Payton handpicked him on his way out. No. Dennis no, Allen. there was there not. was a, lo- okay. a long there was a long uh uh list of players coaches they wanted yes and i can't remember who it was between urban, but urban basically, meyer. Oh, urban meyer yep i remember that yeah i think urban was was definitely interviewing for that job but i think a lot of people did because they they interviewed uh kansas city's offensive coordinator which i'm blanking on his name um he was rumored to come around I'll, I'll look it up right now but there was there was a lot a lot of coaching rumors for the saints head coach and dennis allen they eric, stayed in house eric Benemy. thank you but they went they went to the afc title game and i think they already picked dennis allen which we've already we've gone over this how it's dumb to like not consider coordinators who go far in the playoffs and then already name a coach as your head coach too early you know and i feel like they did that with dennis allen yeah Benemy, um, brian flores and aaron glenn were the top three. Ooh, aaron glenn um i like that i i feel like <sighs> yeah i i just the Saints need to at least get some, you know, get some juice out of the Taysom out Al- Taysom Allen Taysom Hill contract that they signed him for. It worked against the NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks, as we've already discussed. He had a, I think, catch, run, and pass touchdown. Why not make him something fun? Are they just tanking? Are they are they literally? trying to just get a better pick in the draft. Is that kind of what we're doing here? We're doing phantom tanking? Maybe. I don't even know if the Saints have their With first Dalton. round draft pick next year. Oh, that's a good point. The Eagles have – don't the Eagles have their picks? The Eagles have so many picks, and they've moved them all around. Miami and the Eagles probably yeah. have a couple of their picks. All right, Ooh. trainer, my stuck on is – I mentioned it earlier – is the World Cup in Qatar. But not only that, they are – limiting beer sales to before and after the game and they've pushed them all the way in the back of the venues and now there's rumors that they're going to not sell beer at the biggest worldwide sporting event in 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 sports there's no bigger sporting event budweiser paid 75 million dollars for the rights i think back in 1986 which in this economy is three billion dollars or whatever it is and (laughs) and they don't get to sell beer I mean, the German Budweiser company must be really pissed. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be like pretty good beer in Germany. Yeah, well, doesn't it? No, does uh, who owns Budweiser? Is it is it a Mexican company or a German company? I thought Budweiser. Wait, who? Budweiser's Budweiser. not American anymore. They're Imbev, I think. Oh, they are. I forgot about that. They I grow, missed that merger. Yeah, they grow all the uh, they grow all the weed over here in Idaho from the Snake River. So I have seen that. There's a lot of Budweisers. Sands uh signs out there in the wheat fields being like, This is where your Budweiser comes from. I'm like, all right. More of a cor- <laughs> more of a Coors guy, no free advertisements, but Budweiser right here, American made. But no, it's owned by some Germans. But can you I imagine? You said that, for a second I thought you said they grow the weed over here from in Idaho. Oh, not like, in Idaho. Not Idaho. in Idaho. Maybe northern yeah. Idaho. No one's up there. Is that a, is that a swing state? <laughs> <laughs> 
In fact, uh, the Idaho Congress just introduced a bill that would ban marijuana forever. Ew. Yeah. It's like, come on. I mean, if you look around Montana, nope, it's just Wyoming and Idaho now. We're looking at you, the two ungreen states out of every single state surrounding us. Um, so when we, when we say when we say banning beer, does that mean banning alcohol? Is that I mean no frosé and no you know there's things? yeah there's, you're there's not sloshies. you're not allowed to ha- show your legs. You're not allowed to <laughs> drink any alcohol. There is no uh, mingling of the sexes of any kind. There was a, mm. I saw a uh, Dutch guy who was filming outside on the street. <laughs> with like the world cup as their background and it gets interrupted by like the censor police. Like you can't, you can't, uh, record here or something like, but this is a public place. And they said, you can't do this. And he goes, you invited the entire world to your country and we're not allowed to film. We're not allowed to cover the world cup at all. Like you invited the entire world. What are you going to like? Are you going to break our camera? What do you expect us to do? We're media. You invited us. Very, very weird stuff. They may think that that uh, said patron might be involved in something like uh, Spygate, where they're trying to film American practices and France is, you know, trying to steal our steal our plays. I don't think that's a thing in soccer. I don't. I don't think you have. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously like plays. I played soccer enough to know that there's some basic yeah. movements, um, but there's no like movements. <laughs> Oh, that's what it is. It's all movement. It's all. No, movement. I know. I just think. It's, I just. I think movements. Is just just <laughs> they probably call it something else. You can tell how good of a soccer player I was, but you know, there's some some overlaps and some triangles that you make. You kick the ball in the triangle and you make some runs. But when it comes to plays, there's not like all right when he rubs his belt and then rubs his forearm. That means butt. Mm. They're not like stealing plays like the Astros. I mean, they're just. Oh. Yeah, uh, shout out Astros, World World, World Series champs. Um, anyway, yeah. point we'll is, the cutter is it's so corrupt. I mean, FIFA. So the way it was explained to me is that all the countries that participate in the World Cup get one vote. So every single country, big or small, gets one vote. United States, one vote. France, one vote. American Samoa, one vote. You know, big or small. And what they, the host countries do is they go around and just pay bribes to all the smaller countries that they can't refuse, and they all vote for the same place to have the World Cup because they because they have money Qatar's money in their pockets, and that's how you get a World Cup here. And if anything, even the guy that designated Qatar as the World Cup recipient stepped down and admitted as it, it, it as a mistake. His name's Sep or something, and he's under a lot of scrutiny right now. So... And and they're going to face zero consequences, and everyone knows that they've been bribing countries all over the world to host this event. So it's very, very strange. But guess what? We get to hear in America, get mm. to drink beer and watch it on the television at noon on Monday. So cancel work on Monday after, after noon. And I think it's like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock Eastern time, whatever it is. That's, that's plenty of work to be done on Monday. Just, just enjoy yourself some World Cup in one of the most most corrupt countries in the world. I love it. Happy hour starts early. <laughs> the World Cup. Yes. All right. Give me your quote slash question of the week, trainer. Uh, I, I know the cow, cowboy star on that helmet when he puts it on could look pretty good. That's got to be Jeremy Jones when it comes to Jeremy. I love Jeremy. Jeremy Jones. Jones. <laughs> Is it, I I call him by his full name, Jeremy Jones. 
I, I call him like his uh, his oh. school teacher did when he was in the back of math class screwing around. Jeremy, quit messing around. So Jerry Jones is talking about Odell Beckham Jr., right? God, you are a genius today. I love this. So, J- J- wait, sorry, just a, real quick. The short for Cadillac is Carnell, and the short for J- Jeremy is Jerry. I think that- so. That okay, lines cool. up, right? Yeah, you're, you're you're spot on. We're trying to <laughs> we're trying to flirt with OBJ coming back from the ACL injury that he suffered in the Super Bowl, and yeah, an MVP exciting MVP performance in the Super Bowl. He by the time he tore his ACL, he had two touchdowns. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably right. It's been a while. Have you? What do you think about OBJ going back to the Giants? If you're a Giants fan, is that a welcome reunion? Is is there? Yeah, have they I mean, healed? I guess they've healed. It was a trade, but it was one of those trades where you're. It's not like the the organization just randomly said we're trading OBJ. It was like he was the sign. The writing was on the wall, like Antonio Brown with the Steelers. Like I want out of here. That yeah, because he was on. beating. When he got up- traded to Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, he was beating up uh, the kicker's nets and stuff. And the kicker was like, hey, man, can you cut that out? <laughs> can you hey, can you leave my net alone? I'm doing some warm-up kicks here. Oh, just hey, like, not now. Hey, that's my putting net. Yeah, exactly. All right, my uh, my question of the week is, did you see this? Did you hear about this? Did you, did you see this? Did you hear about this? Former Major League Baseball player Yazel Pong uh, pled guilty to lying to the FBI about an illegal gambling ring he was a part of. I did, I did not see this. I did not hear about this. Um, so he racked up $280,000 in losses from the months of July 2019 to September 2019, placing 899 bets. Damn. 899 bets from July to September on tennis, football, and basketball games. Let me ask you this, trainer. What football and basketball games were happening? I guess football starts in September, but what basketball is happening in July to September? That's when you know you're in deep. G League? Yeah, yeah. Rookie ca- rookie camp, uh, the mm. NBA draft. Maybe he was like, oh, Some... I think um, so-and-so is not going to be a lotto pick, and he did become a lotto pick, so he lost 200 grand. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. That's a puzzle. That's definitely a classic, like, trying to make back up your uh, – and he paid off his debt. So, like, it's not like he was in debt but, uh, to, to his uh, bookie or anything. But it was one of those things, especially in 2019 – don't you just register your phone in, in Nevada and you just start making bets that way? And why are you betting on tennis? Tennis, can you bet on tennis? And I'm not saying you can you bet on tennis, but how do you bet on tennis? I guess you just go tournament to tournament and you just pick a player as a prop bet to make it all the way to the finals or to win the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was very confusing to me just by the timing of it all. What was his name? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh Yazel Puis. Played seven years in the MLB. He's currently playing in Korea. God, never heard of this guy. Never, <coughs> never been on one of my fantasy teams. Not very good then. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I was just surprised that he was even in trouble. And I don't understand why the FBI is going after gambling. It's like kind of like the FBI going after weed, which is semi legal or whatever. You know. So it's it's just one of those things that I, thought, I found very, very funny. The pri- yeah, yeah. The priorities of the FBI sometimes blows my mind. Yeah, do you get, do you get that case file slammed on your desk and you're like gambling between rich people? This guy's rich. Do you realize how rich yeah. he is? He's played seven years in the MLB and just got a million dollar contract in Korea, and we're worried about two hundred eighty thousand dollars. You got to be kidding me. Taxes, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, how rich is this guy? 
I just, I, I've never even heard this guy's name come up on my radar for baseball. And I guess maybe in Korea, he got paid a, a lot, but I don't think he made that much money in the MLB. I guess he's rich enough. Yeah. I mean, rich enough to, I mean, who's, yeah, he's got enough money to do, to do this anyway. Right. We got to We got to keep going. Give me your goat of the week. Oh, speaking of the FBI, <clears throat> your uh, aforementioned FIFA man, Sep. I call him septic tank. Sep yeah, bladder. Yeah, old septic Sle- tank. Septic tank bladder control. Yeah, he did regret. Septic tank bladder control? Is that what I deserve? <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. Um, he picked Qatar as the landing spot, and now he's saying he regrets it. And he's re- the reasoning for this is it's too small. The Gulf country is too small for FIFA. Sorry, for the World Cup to be hosted in. He doesn't mention anything else. This is such a great little PR you know, moment to like insert himself and be like, Oh, I regret it only because of the size of the country, not for all the other reasons. So Seth Blatter, go to the week. Uh, the fact that he, they didn't have the workforce to build it and they had to enslave people to do so. Um, yes. In the grueling, grueling months of the summertime in Qatar where people were dropping due to dehydration and 15 hour shifts or whatever they were working. You, he didn't mention any of that. Oh no 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 he, he yeah he he decided to leave that out. Too small. Thanks thanks septic tank <laughs> you dork. My goat of the week. He's been in the news. He's been in the headlines. I think this is so funny. Elon Musk. Tesla. <laughs> yeah. The Tesla. What did, what did Elon do? Um. So Elon, uh, he's absolutely imploding Twitter, which is one of the more toxic. Well, I wouldn't even say that. It's a bad it's a bad corner of the internet. There's some worse corners of the internet. In his first 2 weeks of owning the company, he thought it was a good idea to fire half the staff, including a lot of their compliance staff. Um he went through and where did I write that down? He suspended everybody's security badges to get in the building and has closed the office buildings until Monday. He gave a deadline on Thursday that said, if you want to be here and be part of a hardcore team that makes Twitter 2.0 the best, or you want a three-month severage package, you can take that. That's your other option. And I think 73% of the company's taking the this, this severage this package. So, yeah, we're out of here. Later, Elon. <clears throat> so they're not going to show up on Monday. They're going to watch uh, USMT play Wales. Yeah, I get, I, yeah. Meet meet every former that. Twitter employee at the bar on Monday because they will have <laughs> yeah. the time and the money to celebrate the United States playing Wales. I think it's just so funny that he cares so much about what people think about him that he went ahead and bought the platform where he sees the most people criticizing him and just starts firing people and blocking people on Twitter. And he had a team go through and find any Twitter employees and SpaceX employees on top of that. And find where they got criti- where he got criticized, and he fired them. How petty is that? He spent forty four billion dollars to fire some people. Yeah, he sucks. Also, what's also great is is thinking that because you use it a lot, like okay, you I use Twitter so much, I'd be really good at running this company. That's like looking at one of us and saying, "Hey, I watch football a lot. I bet you I could coach this." Well, it worked for Jeff Saturday. Well, Jeff Saturday played football. He was in a locker room. But he's like, I love the Colts so much, I could coach. Well, he, well, <laughs> Markham has the exception to the rule. I mean, it's he just, is the exception to the rule. It's just so ridiculous to think yeah. that Elon Musk was like, yeah, I'm rich. I'll buy Twitter. And on top of all that, actually, I don't want to buy Twitter. Oh, the court is making me buy Twitter. I'll buy Twitter. And guess what? Who wants to work overtime, not get paid for it, long, hard hours? 
day, night, all around the clock. And people are like, yeah, we like our old boss. We're, we're out of here. Yeah, no, I mean, Elon Musk, is he's a self-made man. No, he's not. He got all his money from his, well, the P word. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, South African blood diamond loving father who's a piece of garbage too okay all right so another another self-made man here in america great love love to see it <laughs> yeah. love to see it what it, what are you saying <laughs> that was actually pretty good all right what did i already get uh we've already gone over your go to the week are we on the college football already oh we are we're already there we got we got time to got time to spare Okay. All right. We got to, we got to kind of rush along here. All right. Our college football uh, trainer has Bama, Georgia, TCU, and Tennessee. Did I get that right? That's correct. And I have Ohio state, Michigan, Oregon, and LSU. It is your turn to pick, sir. Who do you think out of your four has no chance of making it and you need to drop? <laughs> uh, shots fired. Um, well, at you as well, because Alabama has played their way go, out guys gotta go the zombie that is the usc trojans i'm going to resurrect them from the grave they're going back from the boneyard to my top four usc pac 12s only white knight at this point right? i think I mean, so they they have us ucla and notre dame left on their schedule at ucla ucla just ruined their season by losing to arizona somehow at home so I watched. If, I watched that game and fell asleep in the fourth quarter. I admit, and I woke up and I checked the score, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me! You just makes, got I mean, to be kidding me!" What was me. that game at three in the morning? It makes sense. You fell asleep. I understand. Well, yeah, but I had that moment of like, well, "All right, the house is quiet. Pac-12 after dark. A shootout. Nice. This is going <laughs> the house well. Is quiet. Yeah, like the cats, the dogs, the wife are all asleep. Ah, Pac-12. Pac-12 after dark. Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> Pack 12 after dark on Cinemax. Talk dirty to me, Pack 12. And I woke up at like one in the morning and I was like, Dark! I was so close to watching a good game by myself. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I think USC is has the has the only chance left in the Pac 12. Oregon blew it against Washington. UCLA blew it against Arizona. I think in a way it cheapens the Pac 12 championship. If UCLA were to come into this game with one loss, this would bolster USC's um, resume. So, and, and also the Pac-12 championship, Oregon would have come out of the Pac-12 as well if they would have continued to win. And that game yep. would have had so much more emphasis. And now we're just having to see, wait and see if USC can beat everybody else and talk about a turnaround with Lincoln Riley immediately having an impact at USC. Yeah, taking USC to a 9-1 record. Caleb Williams is a Heisman candidate. I, I mean, maybe he's a top four, top three guy in that discussion um yeah i mean i uh, what was the last time bama was in the boneyard 2019 18 what I mean, yeah when, they, when they, they won an orange bowl with mac jones uh the year before he won a national title there um, i did get i might have gotten trolled by um fake internet fake twitter yeah shout out to elon uh is it time to to sit bryce young oh god i got an article no i got an article sent to me I didn't know what to say. I was like, is this he's the best right he's now? the best quarterback in college football right now? He is so freaking good. But is but is it because of his stock? Is it time? Is it is it Orange Bowl? Like, what's the point of him playing in the Orange Bowl? Oh, we're going to that. Like, should he That's, sit or not? Because yeah. Matt Corral yeah. got hurt in his bowl the game. McCaffrey, the Chris, Yeah, I remember the last time this became a thing was Christian McCaffrey 
Leonard Fournette. They yeah. were those guys that were being talked about as like playing for Stanford and LSU when they were not so great. Should we sit them because, you know, players get injured in bowl games that don't matter. They're not playoff games. Maybe, maybe start looking towards next season and getting some of those backups a, a chance. Uh, I'll put that at a, at a solid. Maybe I won't blame Bryce young uh, either way because oh, he's, no, no, clear, not, he's clearly no, going to be the Bill O'Brien's fault. Bill O'Brien sucks. Bill O'Brien needs to run the ball. Jameer Gibbs is electric. Just yeah. find him. Don't don't you don't even have to run it. You can just throw a screen to Jameer Gibbs. Just put him with three yards of space around him and watch him take off. He is so fast. Does oh, God. I know Bill uh, Golding is up for a an Oscar Pete winner for Golding, best coordinator. Pete Golding is, is a lie. Is Bill Bri- Bill O'Brien going to get can- poop canned? By Alabama, like what's going to happen with that? What's, well, it's so the, funny because uh, Alabama. I I don't know, but Alabama has so many coaches that they're able to cover so many details because they are so cheap. So if there's an estranged coach out there that's not having a a group, we'll take Wisconsin's head coach. He's a defensive guy. We'll we'll replace Pete Golden with him after he doesn't get hired at Wisconsin because they don't have a very good season as him as interim coach. I think I forget his name, Bryce maybe. Um, We'll take we'll take him and we'll take uh, Brent Venables maybe from Oklahoma when he gets canned after his first year of underachieving. <laughs> uh, who who else is out there that's gonna get, gonna get canned? I need an offensive guy off the top of my head. Oh, uh, we'll take the offensive coordinator of TCU. For the love of God, we'll take whoever that oh, is. I've heard he's a young boy. He's Lincoln Riley's little brother, actually. Is he really? We'll take Lincoln yes. Riley's younger brother over Bill O'Brien. Yep. Ship Bill O'Brien yep. down the road. He can go coach at Auburn or something. I'm so sick and tired of those two calling plays on offensive defense. I have yeah, a but, Chen, but Chen has been terrible. Yeah. He's been a bad no rehab you for him. He was he was Lane Kiffin when Lane Kiffin realized how much talent he had and was getting cute and he forgot that he had Derrick Henry. This is what Bill O'Brien's doing mm. with, with Bryce Young. He is saying, I have this awesome weapon. Let's overuse him, become predictable. And when reality, he should balance it a little better with Jameer Gibbs. There's that's, just Jameer that's Gibbs is point. so good. That's a good point because Derrick Henry fell to the second round. I remember in that draft because he was not utilized. The Titans stole him. Titans won tonight against the Packers. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry's incredible. Oh, and I think I think when uh, Nick Saban I think took play calling from Lane Kiffin or at least chewed him out enough where he started to listen between the SEC championship and that uh, national championship. I think Derrick Henry had something like 98 carries, 106 yeah. carries, something ridiculous. He carried the ball 50 times it, when they beat the Gators. So ridiculous. I have Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, and LSU. Um, I don't know where to go. I don't think anybody else has a chance on this list. But I'm going to go ahead and say UNC because I think UNC under Ooh. Mac Jones and Drake May, who is freaking electric, I thought in my, in the back of my head – UNC is never going to have as good a quarterback as Sam Howell. And turns out, true freshman Drake May came in there. He has better numbers than C.J. Stroud. He is uh, only lost to Notre Dame. He's currently 8-1. and one. Uh, Have you heard this? Gene Chizik is their defensive coordinator, and he's awful. Um, no, <laughs> is it Gene Chizik or is it Gus Malzahn, one of the estranged Auburn coaches Auburn, that are still yeah. uh, cashing checks? I'm going to take UNC just as a dark horse. If they win the uh, – ACC championship, there's going to have to be at eight and or what would that be? 11 and one. They're going to have to take a hard look at them. That's true. I did, I did get a lot of, a lot of guff 
from you last week for taking the Tar Heels in our college basketball pick em, As so you should have. I, I have to return the favor. Boo, Massey. Boo. Don't guff me. Don't you guff me. <laughs> Don't you guff me. All right, let's get to the games uh, on our slate here, and we're going to have to do this quick. I keep saying that. USC at number 16, UCLA. I think they share a stadium. I'm not sure who's home and away there. Um, do they share a stadium? No. Oh, man. USC. No, Rose Bowl is UCLA, and USC plays in the Coliseum. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. USC is only a two-point favorite. Chip Kelly has UCLA rolling until they ran into the buzzsaw that is Arizona, who's in the bottom of the Pac-12. Great colors game. Great colors in this game. <laughs> Lincoln Riley has USC poised for their first college football playoff appearance if they continue to win. Like we said, they have Notre Dame next week and then the Pac-12 championship. What say you, trainer? Oh, duh. USC covers. Okay. All right. We're both on the same page. That is easy. I think they have so much to play for. And UCLA just got the air taken out of their tires, and they don't have anything to play for. So I like USC in that spot well. Also in the Pac-12, number 10, Utah, is at number 12, Oregon. This game should have meant a lot more until Oregon blew it against their rival, Washington. Oregon always falls apart this time of year. Everyone says they've been quietly building back up since their embarrassing loss to Georgia in the first week of the college football uh, season. They've been winning and winning and winning, and all of a sudden, Bo Nix looks very pedestrian against Washington, who has a decent football squad, but they should have won that game by – they should have covered like I predicted, um, but they didn't because I also predicted that Washington was going to cover. Utah is favored by two and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the Utah Utes to cover this game. I'll take Bo – I'll pick Bo Nix. He, he was not Bo Picks last week. I will blame Oregon, as usual, for their defense being terrible. And they're getting uh, so Washington. cute. They were getting way too cute going for fourth down yeah. in their own territory. No, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I'll take Oregon to cover, though. That last two of these three meetings have been in the Pac-12 championship. Uh, Utah has won a collective 77-17 to 17 or something like that in the last three games. Um yeah. That's uh, what. What other games we have? Some some of the Big Ten. Remind me. Remind me where we are in, in this. Uh, yeah, we, we can we can leave Illinois, Michigan. Uh, Illinois poop in the bed, and they're going to probably lose the Big Ten stinky division. I think the West. Uh, TCU is a two and a half point favorite on the road in Waco at Baylor. I think this is a crazy crazy spread. You'd think that TCU would get a little more love. They seem to have been planning off a little bit, but they did go into Texas. Didn't have much of an offense, but still came out yeah. of Austin with with a victory. They're currently at 10-0. Max Dugan and Sonny Dykes, they better get something going if they're going to try to beat the Baylor Bears. Yeah, I mean, Baylor did just go to – or, sorry, in Waco, they lost they, – they hosted Massey's Kansas State Wildcats, lost 31-3. to So, I'll definitely go with TCU on this one. All right, I'm going to – I'll just go to Baylor because I think TCU might just fall apart. I think part of the oh, Big 12 – the Big 12 makes no sense to me. TCU is locked in their bid to the Big 12 championship. They have to keep winning. The moment they lose, they fall out. And I just want there to be an earthquake in the college football last two weeks we have here in the college football season in order to shake it up. Now, if TCU loses, you have Tennessee and LSU sitting there. And Tennessee might get jumped if LSU is able to run the table and win the SEC championship over Georgia. I think Georgia's locked in their playoff spot regardless course they have to keep winning but tc tennessee is in a prime position to have complete 
outrage at the college football playoff, and that is yep. something I want to see. Oh, agreed. I mean, Georgia does have to beat Kentucky. Oh, yikes. And Georgia <laughs> but, Tech. Yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech and the interim, and the interim oh, yeah, head coach. Don't sleep on Georgia Tech. Sleep. Yeah, don't sleep on the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get interesting because the Pac-12 has played themselves out of it. The Big 12 has a – they have the their white knight, which is TCU. Is it going to be – and the Big 10 will probably only have one team unless – I mean, Michigan has played themselves into a scenario where, like, even if they lose at the horseshoe, do they sneak in at four? I mean, it's it's going to be – it's going to be – going to get complicated yeah because michigan will be sitting idle and tennessee will be sh- sitting idle the winner of the ohio state michigan game will represent the yeah. big 10 east at that point and will be sitting idle on championship saturday and, and we don't know where that that's going to lead so it is it is getting down to the wire here i would just like to think that tcu doesn't pull this off the the shoe drops and then we're looking at Georgia, Tennessee, LSU, and wondering, do we get three teams in the college football playoff? SEC? Yeah. What about two SEC, two Big Ten? I think that's a very, very real uh, scenario as well. If Michigan plays them close or Ohio State plays them close in some battle, we'll just have a a rematch between uh, Michigan and Georgia or what, whatever iteration of that is, and then Ohio State versus versus Tennessee or something like that. Um, unless we have something groundbreaking in the NFL, we are close to out of time. No, we're good. Three up, three down. Um. Uh. Okay. Well, it's it's this is gonna this is gonna be the two minute drill. I'll go ahead. Go ahead and list your three up real quick. That's very uh, very on brand for the NFL. Three up. The Vikings beat the Cowboys at home. I have I have the uh I have the Cowboys winning covering at least. So Nasty. I think Vikings I think the Vikings are are sinking ship a little bit. Not sinking ship, but like they they won a tough one over Buffalo where they got lucky. Cowboys defense shows up. Cowboys cover this game. I appreciate that. Thanks oh for, no, Cowboys uh, are minus two. Vikings win I think I think the Vikings are gonna cover. I think it's gonna be a close game. Cowboys win our route. I'll just take Cowboys money line. How about that? The, the Titans just destroying the Packers at Lambeau as the Cowboys should have. It just, it, it yeah, this confirm my, my fears. Uh, the Chargers are three up. They will beat Kansas City to make the AFC West a little, little closer, a little more fun. Yeah, and your third one. The Bears. I have the Bears as well. Nice. I have the Bears. Uh, their Falcons are favored by three at home. I have the Bears money line. I have the Bills. They have to bounce back against that Vikings loss. They're favored by eight. They're playing this game in Detroit because they're predicting three to six feet of snow and Buffalo. For my down, I'll run that through that quick. New York Jets, they're going to get absolutely smoked by New England. That defense is way too good for Zach Wilson. Um, And there's too many expectations in the line. The Jets being the head of the AFC East, not in a million years. Uh, the Raiders, <laughs> they stink. They're playing at the Broncos. The Raiders are just so bad. I got Broncos money line. They're favored by two and a half. And the Lions, they will be down. They're on a two-game win streak. They're playing the Giants on the road in the Meadowlands. Giants are favored by three. The Giants cover this game. They end the Lions winning streak. What say you, trainer, on your three oh, down? I love it because we're going to counter here. I got the Lions winning at the Giants. I have to manifest NFC East to start losing. Because NFC East is the new AFC West. I got the Commanders losing at the Texans. The Texans looked pretty like 
if it weren't for a couple Davis Mills picks, they should have beaten the Eagles at home. And I've got the Bengals getting swept by the Steelers on the road. Bengals losing the Steelers. Sports fans, that's all the time we have for you on this week's uh, show. Please download our podcast if you miss any of this. Tune in to KHOL Fridays 2 to 3. That's where you can find us or wherever podcasts are available. All right, guys, that's it, and that's all.